Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Sunday, 9 a.m. Catch us here every Sunday. Every Sunday. Why don't every you just say that all Sunday. show? And if you didn't hear the first segment or the first two or three segments, go back and listen on the podcast, At Home with Roby. We're here every Sunday at 9. And we're always on podcast. Every Sunday at 9. Man, you're getting good at it. A couple well, more it tries. Be, it could be somebody's first time listening, and they're like, man, I like those knuckleheads. I want to listen to them again. Well, uh, we've had Tom Fink. On the show before, Tom yes, Fink, sir. local businessman, one of the yeah. nicest people in the world. Uh, great customer of Roby, too. Was CEO of, of Bearings for a long time. He retired. Great customer of ours. Great friend of mine. And he texted me Sunday, last Sunday show, if you didn't catch it, uh, it was Jason, Andy Price. And he, uh, and since then, Andy and I have golfed and had a blast. But he said, hey, man. He's from the Pittsburgh area, and he said, hey, man, I grew up. My dad was in the coal industry as well. We got to get up. Great show. So shout out to you, Tom. I told Tom we got to get together. I want to hear some stories about you growing up in the coal industry as a child because I'm intrigued. Big equipment and the potential for diamonds. Andy Price getting a lot of run out of that show, didn't he? I like. I shared the, the LinkedIn and, and tagged him. That was a good show. It was a great show, and it's cool to talk to somebody at, in the throes of entrepreneurism. Oh my gosh, right. yeah. I mean, we, we have that opportunity again today. This is awesome. Yeah. So excited about our guest today. He's sitting in the room. We're gonna make him keep keep quiet till the second segment. But uh, hold on before before Lewis you say Giacomini. that. Louis Giacomini. No, that's not how you say his name. Trinket's excited. I always say Louis Giacomini. <laughs> That's but it's a it's with the J sounding, uh, and and I've known Lewis from the construction industry. I'd say fifteen twenty years at least. Yeah, and uh, we've He's always not allowed, you're not allowed to talk, Lewis. Back off. We've no, always uh, we've always been in the remodeling industry together yeah. Yeah. And, and knew each other originally. I would say probably met through Nary, and when he came, I say came on the scene, I'll let him clear this up. But but always a wonderful competitor and does wonderful work. Just a great guy. And then some years ago, I got chill bumps about 15 years ago. So we've learned each other longer. We took a class at CP and I had a, some of our guys and, and Lewis was in there. It was a green building class. And once again, the reverence, I will say, I got chill bumps again, goes both ways. And that's what our industry is about. Actually, any industry. Now, just the way the world works, we owned a lot uh, in the sanctuary, and we actually sold the lot. Me and my brother owned a lot. We sold a lot at Lewis just randomly, so we reinvigorated our friendship because I'm kind of out of the remodeling game day to day, so we see each other around less, and then... (laughs) We're having a company meeting with a couple beers at a new brewery on Thrift Road, Midnight Mulligan, and Lewis comes in. It just ran like three and a half miles. 
And that's, I, that's right. He's like, Trent. And I'm like, different place, different look, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Rolodex, Rolodex, Rolodex. I'm like, Lewis. He's like, yeah. So, uh, and then I, I hung out with him a little longer. So now we have a another wonderful brewery, hospitality joint in the neighborhood. Uh, we'll, so just, yeah. Well, which was, I mean, the other tie to that trend is that we were actually with a couple of uh, potential clients who are also putting a hospitality location right in this same area. And I've told people, like, how many times have we been yelling at people, hey, go down Wilkinson, it'll blow your mind. Go down Freedom, it'll blow your mind. Hey, go up Thrift and Tuckasegee, oh, it'll gracious. blow your mind. It's if unbelievable. You I mean, it, it's, it's kind of, it, it's amazing to watch it take shape, but I just feel like it's happening so fast, which is so fun to see. Yeah. No, it is. It's exciting. I mean, I'm a West Sider. This is my side of town. So, uh, yeah, it is exciting. I'm a Charlottean. Uh, I, want, I want Charlotte to do well. I want yeah. to attract diverse young people and, and have them contribute to our to our great land and make it better. Um, so, hopefully my, my five kids will, will help make this land better at some point. Your kid as well. Yeah. Lewis has a daughter that works over at Midnight Mowing. Three daughters. Or are they all working at Midnight Mowing? Oh, okay. One, the one we met. He I learned mean. his lesson. He didn't answer this uh, time. He knows I'm kidding. He's good, man. You put him in timeout. <laughs> the TJ don't have you on. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Lewis has no clue. He brought some notes. He has no clue what we're going to talk about. I did tell him thanks for the beer he brought because uh, we like when we get gifts. I thought he was going to bring a, a, a skill saw. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he's brewing beer now. He's out of that game, I think. Or, or a two-by-four. Oh, we don't like two-by-fours. As fours. I tell this story, Lewis, I'm going to set this up. Uh, but, you know, back in early 2000s, we were growing really fast. I was selling, selling, selling right out of school, and, and, and the market was good, 02, 03, and, and we had labor issues. We hire, it, I don't even know if you had to be breathing to get a job with us then if you said you were a carpenter. My dad comes up in my office. He says, I got me a good one. I said, what do you mean? He says, man, he said, I was interviewing this guy and asked him if he could he could lay out a, a 7-12 pitch rafter. And he said, you got a 20-foot 2-by-8, 2-by-10, I'll go do it right now. <laughs> he said, he's going to be good. We didn't have, we were at the office, didn't have a long board to guy. <laughs> About a month later, our, Ken Laney, our superintendent, comes in. He's like, man, this is terrible. I've had to reframe this roof four times, a little addition. <laughs> and it was that guy. He couldn't frame the roof. <laughs> so, so we had to let this guy go. I said, Dad, that's, that one's in your corner. You're getting points for that one. So uh, no matter if you like it or not, we always keep track of who uh, who hires people and, and, and the good clients and the bad clients and where they come from and we don't we don't play the blame game, but uh, maybe we do. You giving away our secrets? No, <laughs> we blame each other a lot behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Wayne Gretzky was asked one time, who I revered him, not big hockey guy, but he was doing his thing around the time of Michael Jordan. It's Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, big Michael Jordan guy, and they asked him one time. I remember this very vividly. How do you not brag with all all you've done, all the world records and all the championships? How do you not brag? How are you so humble? He said, "Buddy." You better be glad you don't hear what I tell my wife. <laughs> she might not agree with you, but uh, yeah, we, it's more pain on our side, not bragging. We don't brag. It's just hit. We hit each other. All right, we got Lewis Jackamini when we return. I hope you're getting excited, having a good morning. Um, thanks for listening to At Home with Roby.
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, I just got a menu put in front of me. Yeah. From Midnight Mulligan. With This is Lewis's menu. This looks amazing. There's some beer also. There's beer also. Well, that's, that's the concept, right? You guys are a brewery. We are a brewery. Yes, sir. Well, Lewis, uh, the other night, gave me a tour of the brewery. Yeah. That's correct. It's a cool spot. I mean, it, it's it's amazing from the—I guess maybe I should have realized it, but I've been by it a few times but from the street. When you get inside, it's a big space. It's beautiful. It is a big space. Uh, so we've been there about seven months. Um, we have 4,000 square feet of brewery space. We have another 6,000 square feet of taproom space. And then— uh, about three thousand square feet of patio, so we're excited about it. And you know, that's, look, that's going to have you guys over again. That's thirteen thousand square feet. I think feet. it is. That's a big Good space. Gosh, and, it's, and three of it's outdoor, which is awesome. Heck yeah! Uh, if you go in the afternoon, you can see Lewis coming off his five k in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, it's struggling 5K. I run around this. I do about three, three and a half miles around the neighborhood sometimes. Kind of, I like to smell the, smell what's going on, see what's see going what's on. what's happening. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah, we have a 3K. So on Tuesdays, actually today at 6 o'clock, we'll do a, a 3K. We have a one mile and then a, a three mile. So a 5K uh, loop that we um, have established a little runner's club. Do you have a club? We do, a little runner's club. Um, you know, 15, 20 people right now. We just started it a month or so ago. So That's cool. Yeah. I, can I, can I just hop in one day? Come on, man. I'm going to tell them, in fact, today. You know, I, I cannot, will probably be by this afternoon. I cannot come today. I have okay. dinner at 5 uh, with, with some friends, um, but I will, I will, I'm going to put it on my calendar. So I'm going to say Trent and Patrick will be yep. by next week. Yeah, I'll do it. Next week? Listen, you do we, it at before five? We, before we <laughs> you do it at six. five? We do it at six. Okay. Six fifteen. We get cranked up. Yeah. Got I mean, it. I can, just, I can hear the conversation with my wife right now. What would you do? Uh, I went for a run at the brewery. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure you did. Well, you ran to the bathroom after a you – know, like, I just – I don't understand that. But uh, so, so we, I love uh, it. We, we are very fond of the brewery industry and, and – the craft industry what it's done for our town we love the communal communal aspect of it yep. uh we you know we have the new legion on west moorhead right across from us phil bushy's been on our show a couple times wonderful guy john marino uh eric flanagan uh your your mike smoke from middle james yeah middle on the james show. i mean the, the guys uh down here um town brewing town brewing yep so just like the construction industry you know if the rising tide lifts all ships right and you gotta you gotta be allies and you gotta figure out where your niche is and how to do it uh so why did you get into the brewing industry so that's a long story but i'll, <laughs> I'll try and keep it uh in, in, short and tell us tell us where the name came from too i mean i think that that's a that's a good thing to ask you kind of maybe we'll tie it in together yeah absolutely so i'll do i'll do this so trent you mentioned a couple things there that come to mind so we have been around for seven months, you know, Midnight Mulligan. We're very excited about, you know, being in a network of brewers and, you know, establishments that are uh, called breweries. Um, just like the construction industry, it's a, it's a tight-knit group. Everybody knows everybody, and uh, we're excited about that. So we're excited about being over here on the west side. We've listened to your podcast and heard about other guys that you are very familiar with, and we're excited about you know, being, you know, uh, in group with them. Yeah. Um, 
so we we appreciate all that uh we as far as the name and whereabouts it, it came from uh, there there are five owners uh the short story is that um we as a group came together um and we decided to go down this path and uh, establish a brewery. Um, you know, as you mentioned, I've been in the construction business for 30 years plus, came out of school doing that, been here since 2000. And um, here in the last five to, I'd say, seven, eight years, I've gotten that entrepreneurial spirit to do other things. One of them is this brewery. Uh, again, five of us, three of us day to day. And, uh, you know, maybe in the future we can get those guys in from managers and brewers and other co-owners because there are some good stories there. Uh, as far as the name, uh, really, if you, if you dissect Midnight Mulligan, uh, Midnight is really about um, just, you know, persevering, really working hard from our five that our owners we're all about working hard. We're all about grinding it out. We're all about doing the best that we can at our craft and uh, really trying to produce a stellar product that we can have out there in the neighborhood, uh, the Wesley Heights neighborhood, the West Side neighborhood. And um, so with, with that being said, Midnight um, is part of our name, Mulligan on that side. It's not really golf related, although we have partners that definitely golf for sure, as I know you do. Uh, I'm uh, terrible. Yeah, yeah, you and me as well. Sandbagger. Uh, Sandbagger. Yeah, I believe that. I'm yeah. a hack, no question. Uh huh. But the name Mulligan on that side of it came from really just working hard, persevering, you know, burning the midnight oil, uh, grinding it out, trying to really produce a good product. But knowing that sometimes life, you know, just smacks you in the face and it says, you know what, um, you know, it's not happening today. So you sometimes look for a mulligan and you, you're like, you know what, I'm going to continue to do this. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep working hard. But, uh, you know, a mulligan in this case is really nice. And so I will turn around and wake up in the morning and I'll continue to do my craft. In this case, it's providing good beer, providing good service, providing good food. And are we perfect? No, we're not. And right now we are, you know, seven months in. So we're certainly making mistakes. But we love and are excited about taking those mistakes and, and learning from you know, our peers and from our community of customers and saying, you know what, we need to tweak this, guys. We need to tweak this and make this better. And so Midnight Mulligan, uh, a little bit of story about cool. that, but that's what it's, that's what all I about. do agree. I talk about this a lot and I reflect on this. Every day you live, I'm now 44, every day you live, Mulligan's, <laughs> life's hard. Yeah. And the more tread you get on your tires, every day you live, there's opportunity for mistakes. We're all human. Uh you know when I when when I was first getting into business and and, and I and of course throw stones at glass houses but but I was a real white and black guy. It's either right or it's wrong. And now I'm like that is the stupidest. <laughs> you don't have to be so principled. You got to give forgiveness and grace, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you need it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's, that's wisdom. Key. That's wisdom right there right. that you're uh, gaining. So, so okay, how many of your partners, five of you, brew, home-brewed? So out of the five, really, I'd say none. Our brewer is a home-brewer. Uh, he's been doing it for, I don't know, 10 years plus now, and I'd love to get him in here, but um, 
you what? know, there's just so many things that he knows, and he's uh, he's come out of Birdsong. Uh, oh, wow. Jeff, Jeff Bowman is his okay. name. And then he uh, did some distilling uh, for a year or two. We heard about him as we were going down that path of trying to find a brewer as we were setting up shop. And um, we got some really high recommendations from someone to the tune where I was like, you know what? I, you know, I've been in construction a long time. Yeah. And just from my side, it's like when somebody refers and is really pushing on somebody so hard, it's like you have to feel confident. Because mm-hmm. if not, you can get you can get burnt. You know, you, you recommended somebody. It, Business it, lesson of the day right there. You're exactly right. When you refer somebody, your reputation's on the line as well. That's right. And so this, this gentleman uh, actually referred Jeff. And so to the point where it was three times and I called him on. I was like, you know what? I got to be honest. You know, I've been in that world for many years. And if I refer somebody, I truly know that this guy is going to be golden for you. Mm. If not, then I'm not going to do it because my reputation is on the line. And he did that with Jeff. And sure enough, we went and talked to Jeff. We had some discussion with him, and we thought, you know what? This guy is a lot of what we're looking for. So we hired him on the spot, um, or very close to it, and then he's been with us ever since. It's like kind of having like your A subcontractor, right? Like, you know, if yep. we hire this sub, it's one less thing I got to worry about on the project. These, you know, you have that group, and, you know, you hope to have it with every sub, right? And uh, sometimes they're not the the most inexpensive, but but you know that, hey, I, I hit them, set it, forget it, Ronco style, we're off to the races. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I could just think over the years, I've been doing this a long time and came out of school on the construction piece uh, from that standpoint, and just, you know, really knowing that there's a certain percentage, a small percentage, that you can say, you know what, if you use this guy, you're in good oh. shape. You know, you're not going to have to do a lot of work. He's going to do it for you Amen. versus the others that, you know, it's like. Well, and, and if it's a sub on your job, it's, it's, it's Giacomini is who the sub represents. I mean, that's right. You yeah. can't blame a sub. No. <laughs> you better you better just punch yourself in the head. It's only GB. <laughs> uh, all right, Lewis. Uh, man, that was awesome. I had chill bumps like five times during that segment talking about the concept of the name and the business. It's so great. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little construction, too, as well. That sounds great. Stick around. All right. Sweet. Louis Giacomini, uh, Midnight Mulligan, and Giacomini Builders when we return. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm a Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. Our guest today is Louis Giacomini. Giacomini. That's it. Oh, you looked at me funny. I, was, I don't know. You I thought I might have said it. Text while I might, we're on the radio. might have said it so incorrectly. <laughs> well, Lewis is uh, your your partner at Midnight Mulligan Brewery, which is on Thrift Road in Trent. I remember we had we talked about the folks we had on the brewery from the brewery game and you know George Sistrunk and those guys at town. I mean yeah. that that that's been several years back. Yeah, it has. And uh, yeah. just setting up that road. I mean it's it's amazing. The area is going to be turned. It's going to turn into another Loso essentially. It is. Yeah, I feel like it. Uh, I feel like in the next year, and that's kind of what we've anticipated. And uh, you know, Matt Browder, he's our developer and owns seven, eight properties over there on the street. Yep. Really doing a lot of work. Um, so we we feel very good about the next year and what's happening. And I think the latest report I've received was you know ten different businesses from Mexican restaurant, uh, whiskey bar, uh, yoga studio. 
um, you know, just different walks of life. And so we're excited about that. It's great. Yeah, we need to get Matt Browder on the show. Absolutely. I've shaken his hand 100%. once or twice, and I meet people, and they're like, you, you know Matt. I don't know him that well. I think the show, show would be a good reason. Are you friends with Matt? Yeah, so Matt is a great guy. Him Dude. and his partner. I mean, oh. th- those guys have got it going on. And, uh, you know, just very down-to-earth. Um, you know, you might see, I, I remember this during the construction phase, seeing Matt just kind of walking around and, you know, you just look over and you think, okay, this guy, just somebody walking inside and you're like, okay, well <clears throat> now come to find out that's Matt Browder and Matt's got a lot going on in the world. And if you're walking so, around your space. Yeah. He's a great guy. Uh, definitely high remarks well, on well, him. Well, when they first came this way from South End, this is probably, uh, 2008, 10, 11 maybe they they did redeveloped uh in front of town where where the rhino market we've had we've had uh those guys on here before and, and it created the burger company the original burger company yep and uh him and his dad his dad went to harding and he'd walk around and hustle to, which is what's so great which is like seeing you at midnight mulligan to be honest with you and you we go in there, and Patrick, went in, we went in there the other day, and everybody's just so friendly. You talk to them. It's like cheers, right? Yeah, it's a small world. So, so I know, uh, let's see, Brian over, he's the brewer um, over at town, and we've gotten to know them guy, those guys. And uh, I haven't met uh, the guys over at Legion, but certainly have heard the podcast and just, you know, excited about being oh, in the network. He deal. seems like a great guy. And they, I mean, they hang out. It's such a fraternity. Yes, it, exactly. It, and, Lou, it's them guys is perfectly fine English for this radio show. <laughs> yeah, okay? you know. We're in construction, man. It's all good. <laughs> hey, uh, that, you'll hear some of that from me for yeah. sure, so that, that's all good. <laughs> well, well, so, Lewis, I want to talk a little bit about construction and, and how you got into it. You said after college where you're from. I will tell you, I, I was still in college, and I went to a NARI meeting, National Association for Model Industry. I made my dad go. And uh, that was 99, mm-hmm. and they were all dressed up real fancy. And Randy Burris with, was the incoming president with Overhead Door Company, one of my dear friends. And he came up to my dad. He was so happy to see my dad there. He said, Ron, I got a spot on the board for you. I'm putting my board together. And he said, that's wonderful. And Randy says he thought he had to sell. My dad was pointing at me. And Randy said, I looked at this little West Siders. <laughs> not even out of college i'm like okay he so he gave me a shot and god bless he did and and i try to pass that on and give people a shot right in all walks of life but david tyson and and these guys uh joe balich and these old school i mean ray terry yeah uh dale terry ray's brother i mean they took me in i mean they could have said who is this this guy yeah barry clemens with architect and taught me immediately because I came out of college. I didn't know. I mean, I'd grown up working every day. I didn't have school since I was 14 for Andrew Roby. I played Andrew Roby Little League. I was diehard Andrew Roby. I mean, and I wanted to take over the world. I didn't really know what that meant. Of course. And I come in and immediately, in the timing of it, all these old school dudes just were so friendly and hey, man, you want to go grab a beer and shoot the bull? And I'm like, huh? This is my enemy. And, and it's completely 100% opposite. Yeah, it is the opposite. And so, I, I again, I've been here since 2000. And I think we met, uh, you know, I think our first encounter was over with, you mentioned Ray Terry. So he was teaching a class, a green building class. Mm-hmm. And um, so here was I, this 
you know, small builder in Charlotte. And of course you were there in force. I think there was, I don't know, eight, <laughs> 10 guys. And I was like, man, what's going on over there? And uh, so we got to talking and that was all great and a great class because green building was super popular at the time uh, for sure. And then, uh, like you say, it's just a network. And what I've learned over the years, I'm 54. So, um, you know, what you think of early on in life, um, are difficult things and really just trying to compete against guys. What you find out, whether it's in the construction world or whether it's in the brewery world, it's like, you know, we're just all trying to make it. You know, we're mm-hmm. trying to, to get better. And so what I see is, you know, this that camaraderie and, you know, working together and learning from each other and, you know, let's put the side yeah. you know, that we're trying to, you I know, mean, it, help each other. It, it, exactly. Nary's one, I mean, there's so many examples of this, but I mean, two things is one, I mean, it, the people that are doing it right need to stick together, right? Because right. yeah. especially, right. I don't know if the brewer industry is the same, but you know how the construction industry is seen by those that aren't in it. Is it, it can be seen a little bit in a negative light, and so we got. I'm with you 100. We got to lift up. Yeah, the, people the ethics are, side. The of ethics. It, right? We got to do things right. And, and whether you're a competing service company, competing construction company, competing brewery, you're doing good for the common industry, and that's what we have to do. I agree. I agree. And I think it's good. Competition is good. It's like, hey, if I'm competing against somebody, whether it's a couple of contractors, it's like, oh, that's all right. If my number is like stupid you know or it's crazy high it it allows me to look at myself in the mirror and give a reality check it's like why am i so right high versus somebody else or why am i so low versus somebody else i've missed something or so it's good it's good competition it's humility right yeah so lewis why did you get into construction business so that's a long story in itself but uh, (laughs) uh i went to school for it down in florida and um you know, I got out into the industry and then went to work for a, uh, a national builder and I thought that would look good on the resume. And then I went to look, work for an international builder um, that had come over to the States. And then uh, I thought, you know what, my, my degree is really on the commercial side. So let me focus on that. So I, I then went to work for a commercial company and I was down in Florida and I was traveling the nation and just doing all kinds of cold storage and refrigeration type projects and working for Kraft Foods and Tropicana and all these different companies. And um, I had a buddy of mine that was in college. We went through the program and he said, you know what, my, my brother-in-law is a, uh, he's a, he's in the banking world and he's got 10 foreclosed lots. Uh, in a place called Amelia Island in Florida. And so he's like, you know, Lewis, you know the construction side on a a residential standpoint, and you've built homes. Uh, Are you interested in, you know, kind of joining forces and building some spec homes out of Amelia Island? So I was like, you know what, let's give it a whirl. So that's what happened. We did that uh, down in Amelia for a while, and um, that turned into – coming to charlotte for many years usually on a whim because we had some family here and they were saying charlotte's a great place to be and uh so you know it's funny my wife and i have 30 years now we got three kids and wow she was like um you know i think i went to her one day and was like uh, how about we move to charlotte and start some construction there and and it was like are you kidding me right now you know we're established here in jacksonville florida we're in the riverside you know historic district we're building homes up in the amelia island plantation area 
and you know we're considering just completely jumping ship and moving to charlotte and so i was like yeah how about that and, <laughs> wow so, god bless her <laughs> yeah so yeah she is uh she's a queen and it was sure. just on a limb I mean, it wasn't. No, you thought you thought through it, I guess. But. Yeah, so we thought through it, and we were like, you know what? We've been in Jacksonville a long time. We met in college, and uh, that was in Florida. So it was like we've been in Jacksonville a long time. That's where I grew up. But if we're going to make a change, now is the time before we have yep. kids. We had one child at that point. Okay, that's awesome, man. I didn't know that. Well, Lewis, since you're in the studio and we're flowing good, and Patrick and I don't have anything planned for the last segment. Why don't you stick around and, yeah, agree. and right. chat? We'll keep it. It, we will keep the mic hot. Sweet. First segment, the mic was cold. All right, TJ, TJ thinks this is funny. All right, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Man, wonderful stories going around. We're just having a good old time. We'll be right back with Louis Giacomini. Welcome back at home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hasty from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts, Trent. We got Lewis Giacomini, Giacomini. Come on, on the coveted fourth segment. I mean, it's good. I mean, we can't make this. Too, we can't talk about it too much because then everybody Giacomini. wants to be on the fourth segment. I know. Now, now we have like we, all these angry. Then when people. we have something to talk about, like we got to promote it. We we do our charity it. promotions and stuff forget. on the fourth segment, yeah. leading, leading up to the Make a Wish Cornhole tournament. We do. And uh, we tell a wish story, and but you get people in here and we're having so much fun. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, they're always amazed at how fast it goes. It does go fast. Very Whether quick. it's Yak or Jack, it's okay with he me. He doesn't care. I'm just <laughs> messing with you, man. It's got a beautiful sign. I'm gonna get it wrong. I shouldn't go here, but it's white. It's got a sideways big G because your name starts with G. Yep. And it's got maroon and black on it. Yeah, so it's a, it's maroon. The uh, the Jackamini Builders logo, anyway, is a G, but it's kind of twisted oh. a little bit. Kind of like a Clemson Tiger Paul, just got a little, little yeah, crook to it. It's a little twisted. Had to work uh, that. That in. might, yeah, that might be some some other words down the road. But uh, it's funny because that G, you know, when we originally did that, I don't know, shoot, 25, 30 years ago. Over the years, funny story, some friends would. You know that I'd known really well. I think it was a framing contractor, Tim Helms, that, uh, over in the past, and he would joke with me and be like, "That G is crooked." So <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Crooked G. And I was like, "Well, that's not really what I was <laughs> looking for." <laughs> that could be misconstrued. Yeah, that could exactly. definitely be misconstrued. Let's not say that anymore. That's a, that's like the wrong word you want to use in crooked the construction world. I'm exactly. going to start calling Never. you Crooked G. Exactly. Every time I go into Midnight hey. Mall, where's Crooked G at? Where's old yeah. CG? Yeah. Oh Lord! Hey, wh- one thing I was going to ask—we didn't get a chance to ask on the um, the, the other segments—is w- the logo. What what is? Explain the logo for Midnight Mulligan. As far as the moth, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a moth. I and, thought, the, uh, I thought it was a butterfly. Asked, they they have asked about that, and really, it's it's going back to that Old working midnight. hard. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, working burning the midnight oil. Moth attracted to flame is yeah. going to continue to attract to it. And so, uh, you know, we had a branding company, and they worked with us for a long time and really got the story of each one of the five owners. Um, so that's what came out of it. And they gave us some other options as well. I think we had a raccoon and just different things. And the moth, everybody gravitated yeah. to the moth with the story and, and what I was just saying. seems so. like every time I touch a moth, it's like dust flies off of it. Yeah, so you're like killing them. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> Why you hey, t- I can't fly anymore. That's my skin cells. <laughs> well, <laughs> easy. <laughs> you just murdered me. <laughs> I was about to ask, why are you touching a moth? Lewis is like, we studied this. It's not dust. We're like, don't touch that. Don't touch that. 
so I, I found a new prey of the West Sider. We already had uh, uh, snakes, and now we kill moss too. Yeah, snakes no, and moss. I don't, I don't, you guys I are kill, trouble, man. I kill poisonous snakes. Yeah, water moccasins or yeah. copperheads. Copperheads. Yeah, a lot of copperheads and moths. They're poisonous. I don't kill moss. Yeah, I mean, kill, some, some sometimes a moth gets in the way and accidentally. <laughs> Driving down your driveway. Just shoo them off, man. Don't touch the wings. (laughs) (laughs) My wings, bro. Oh, Lord. Man. Patrick, you talked last week. uh, uh, Your daughter was at camp. Y'all picked her up Saturday? Yeah, it went great. Yeah. I mean, we asked her if she wanted to go back. She wanted to. Yeah, it went really well. I appreciate you asking that. Yeah. First time away for a a whole week, which was cool. That's awesome. And then they packed up the car and left for two weeks, my wife and her. Which camp? Camp Harrison. It's a YMCA camp up in the I, mountains in yeah, Boomer, nice. Boomer, North Carolina. The, the reason I was asking, my, my daughter's get back from Camp Lorecrest, and so she's done oh, wow. that for many years. And so it's a death that's always just good bonding for the girls. I, and I, we, I didn't do summer camp as a kid. And honestly, I told Jody, I'm like, can I stay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no doubt. It, it, I told Reagan the same thing when I, met, when I saw her, um, I think it was Monday. I mean, it, it, it's incredible. I, mean, I, I, I can't believe I didn't do that as a kid. I think we were more into sports and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. I would agree. The, 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 the things that I, my wife and I have been able to put our three daughters through, I'm like, you know what? I never had those Isn't opportunities. That cool? that <laughs> this cool. is nice. Yeah. So uh, we dropped our kids off Sunday. So uh, yeah. do you ever come on the river anymore? I haven't been on the river. I haven't. My boat is still in at the coast. Well, come out and hang out on my boat. I need to come hang out so on Scarlet your boat. So Scarlett needs, after this week, they can trade camp stories. Well, they, we dropped. They're in Indiana for two weeks. I'm up. Camp Thunderbird. Thunder. There you go. I wanted to stay. All the all their chaperones. So Ford had three male chaperones in his cabin. First time ever being away. He's seven. Yeah. He did good. Tough little fella. Nice. And uh, I asked the guys. I was like, "Y'all grow. Y'all come to camp here?" And they're like, "Yeah." The the, the leaders. Yeah. You know, now they're employed there. And uh, then we dropped the girls off. Uh, Rowan and Piper. They had three lady chaperones. I didn't really ask them much like I did the men. Uh, but I, then we rode through the parking lot where all, all, it seemed like all their cars were parked. Uh, and a bunch of Georgia, Virginia, these people come. And then the cars dropping people off was like Florida, you know, Mississippi. I was like, dang, Thunderbird's yeah. got it going on. I would agree to that. It, it, there's a lot of great camps around here, and I've certainly heard of Thunderbird and the others. Yeah, but, um, down in Clover. Yeah, for sure. Ours, uh, they've been going there for years, and you do hear those stories. You do Lord see those. Christ. Yeah, you do see those plates of people coming yep. from long, long range. Well, it's lifetime friendships too. I think that they'll have those counselors. Uh, I had a great friend in, in high school, and she went through you know camp this same camp all through her, her entire life, and then she was a counselor in high school. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. what these guys are doing. And Tatum, Tatum's my oldest. She went to Montreat with the yeah with the older mm-hmm. youth. So that's cool. Man, uh, I just got a visual of Ford. You know that blob where you sit on one side and some, you know, the bigger kid jumps on the side and they shoot him into the air about yeah, 400 the miles? The one you see from the bridge, yeah. from Buster Boyd Bridge. I just got an image of Ford like flying through the air. <laughs> they were excited about the blob. Yeah, the blob looks pretty sweet. I got to yeah. be honest with you. And something about Buster Boyd Bridge <laughs> down there at, down there on Highway 49 down there at the, at the lake. Uh Leroy Springs, the close family, you know, Fort Mill, uh, yep. Springs Industry. When they opened, I think it was a different bridge, but when, when Buster Boyd Bridge opened for the first time in like the 30s, he flew a plane underneath the bridge. Whoa. I mean, that bridge is low now. <laughs> I'm sure the older bridge was lower. They were like, fly. he was supposed to do a flyover, and he flew under. Cool. So, 
That's cool. Skills. Skills right Skills. there. Skills. All right. Give uh, both your business and Midnight Mulligan a plug, Lewis. So if I had a plug, a one side is Jack and Mini Builders. You know, we're here to uh, handle any renovation. And, with a G. Uh, with a G. Look for the G. Right. Uh, renovations and uh, new home construction. We can certainly do from small projects all the way up to big stuff. And then on the uh, Midnight Mulligan side, here on the west side, uh, we've been open seven months and looking to, uh, you know, just really uh, grow and gain strength and really provide a good service, a good product, whether it's beer or food for our community. We're really about the community, so we're looking to tap Well, in. thanks for being here, man. It's always wonderful spending time yeah. together. Love yes, hearing sir. your story. Thank you, Hope guys. you enjoyed the show today. Listen, go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated, man. You're only going to go around this world once. Have a wonderful Sunday. Thanks for listening. At Home with Roby.